Boom. What up, y'all? Good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am Mr. A.V. Walker, the pusher, the grow, the motivator. I appreciate you guys for rocking and hanging, rocking and stocking, rocking and stopping. Thank you for being here. Oh, let's see. All right. Blessings, Lisa. Thank you for being here, my friend. Um, so today, as you can see, we are discussing do all black men uh, think the same? Do all black men think the same? And we're going to be talking about it. Uh, various issues, topics, questions. It's going to be <laughs> a very interesting conversation. Um, and again, like I said, I appreciate you guys being here uh, and and sharing and always supporting. Uh, we got some amazing things happening this year. Um, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned. I know you've been here this long. Don't give up on us. Uh, we have Great things coming down the pike. Uh, did I ever put it? Yeah, there we go. So make sure you are joining our community. Text LWN to 84576. Uh, text LWN to 84576. And we look forward to uh, having you here and knowing what's going on with the Legacy Walking Network. Uh, happy Monday. <laughs> Gotta say that. Happy Monday. Uh, happy New Year, if you haven't heard me say that. Uh, how long are you supposed to say Happy New Year? Is it like if I don't see uh, Pastor McCoy for like six months and then I see him, am I supposed to say, hey, Happy New Year? <laughs> if I haven't seen him since last year, <laughs> what's the time limit on that? <laughs> what's up, Richard? Good morning, sir. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Richard. Doing well. It's <laughs> a question. Just, just a thought. Think about it. Like how long? How long? Uh, should it be? All right. So like I said, make sure to listen. What I need you to do as always, as always, make sure you share, uh, share to some other brothers, share to some other sisters, tag somebody to be in this conversation because I know you want some folks in this conversation. Make sure you are. Uh, you can even inbox. Them. Be sure to spam. I approve of spamming. Spam them. Let them know what's going on this morning. I'll be a part of this live conversation so we can really dig into the all Black men think the same. All right. And of course, I have a pretty a plethora of questions I'm going to throw out there, topics um, that I'm going to toss out for my brothers to discuss. Um, what's today? Monday. Purpose for forever it should be on. We got to see. We got to see what's going down. Uh, might be, might not be able to come on tonight. We got to see. Got to see. But make sure you tune in. Stay connected to us and you'll see. Because <laughs> my wife hit me with a revelation. A revelation. Uh, that we're gonna dig into, so you don't want to miss that. Uh, <laughs> big 29 expand. Oh, yeah, all right. So, <laughs> listen, uh, stay tuned, stand back, stand down. We're gonna go ahead and kick it off. Um, there we go. Yes, indeed, it's about that time. So, I got Pastor Cole in the wing, Ephraim will be in uh, momentarily to take care of some business. All right, so let's go ahead and kick this off on this fabulous, fabulous Monday. We'll be right back after this. I want to welcome you to the Brothers of Legacy broadcast, where we are changing our community one conversation at a time, every day, every day. We are 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 we when you have a real bond, when everyone has, you know, we come in with real expectations. It, because this is, uh, we talk, this is covenant. We hold the whole that we as a people, with our money and time, aren't often making this joke, making this joke possible, often invested in the world. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Rich, I'm going to 
put you in timeout, brother. <laughs> All right. Oh, happy Monday, gentlemen. Pastor Corey Cole in the building. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Brian McCrory, Anthony A.D. Walker, the left hand clan. Give it up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. It is pl- <laughs> it is a pleasure to be amongst the both of you. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. Let's let's uh, get ready to get into this. Um, all right. So, like I said, today we're talking about do all black men think the same? I have a few questions I'm gonna throw out here. Um, I said the Seahawks won. Um, I didn't check who won between the Saints and and the uh, and the Falcons. Well, let's just say the Falcons did not win. They were oh, playing the Falcons. They didn't, they Does won. it really matter? No, no, it didn't. <laughs> I just listen. Like I said, I I drive and I knew they was having a game. I dropped a couple of people off the stadium. Um, oh, had, if, I had if more Falcons fans. Jaguars were playing the Falcons yesterday, who do you think would have won? Jaguars. Okay. And, that's, and right. that's really no shade on the Falcons. If, if the New York Giants were playing the Falcons yesterday, who do you think would have <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to get into it. I don't want to lose my people. That's a tough one. one. <laughs> yeah, especially yes, yeah, especially when the Giants on a third and nine went with a quarterback sneak in their own side of the year. Quarterback sneak. Are you kidding me? And, the, and just days ago, the coach said, we are not a clown show. Really? Right. Really? And you put forth that as a perform as as a as a statement of you not being a clown show. Yeah. <laughs> I can so. hear in the background on the sidelines. Make up. The only thing that was missing was Sandman Sam's not getting on the field to just usher the a Giants offense off of it. See, the insult. The insult got to insult. I don't know what's worse, man. The Falcon season or just that one play with New York. Oh gosh. And we we're not gonna get totally into it, but I did have uh pass to get in. I heard um the Cowboys are in the playoffs. He yes, said, they are. Uh, he said I would rather anybody in the world become Super Bowl champions other than the Cowboys. <laughs> he said, Who's this? Uh it's a passenger that got in the car. He said, I can't stand cowboy fans. They okay. are the worst. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now 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 now, pre- now, pre- now present company excluded. <laughs> and, and a few other people that I know that that pass was right because many Cowboys fans are absolutely he said, annoying. He said, oh, no, he said, worse than Cowboy fans, he said, Alabama fans are right up there with the Cowboy fans. Oh, they're close. They're, they're close. <laughs> okay, so here's hey, my Mama question. Hey, Mama Gore. What is it that makes Dallas Cowboy fans so irritating? Somebody help me understand. How many rings? <laughs> How many rings? We're America's team. We're going go to su- we're gonna go to the Super Bowl after a 1-15 season. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. You know that. Next year. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, okay, so the oh, Packers fans say we're not, we're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Do the Washington right, football right, team right. say we're not going to go? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Packers fans are more annoying from the standpoint of, well, come on. Who won the first? <laughs> Who's who? Who's the trophy named after? Come on, who y'all? Who all y'all trying to be? Yeah, Pac- just, yeah. Chief says gonna be just almost just some fun. Yeah, that's a long time. All right, <laughs> all right. We're gonna dig into this. Like I said today, we're talking about the black men. Don't leave us, guys. Just we're just having some fun. Having some fun. All right. Oh, so uh, let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move down a little bit because I want Ethan probably coming on some of these. All right, all right. So we talking about do all black men think the same, or do all men think the same? Because some are black men related, some are just male related. Um, so that's why I kind of put the the parentheses around that. Um, let's see. Boom. So the first one, of course, is um, how do you feel about sports? As you can see, Pastor <laughs> and Cole are big sports fans. I am not at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't keep up with it. Like I hear about it, you know, mm-hmm. but I can't enter into a intellectual <laughs> conversation about sports because they start throwing names. I'm like, what? 
Now, 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 to get AD involved, you just mentioned anything that involves either Knicks, Yankees, Mets. <laughs> um, right. right. And, 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 and if you say they're good, he's good. on his good side. If you say yes. they suck, good. if you say right. they suck, he'll probably t- toss you off. But yes. <laughs> You know so, some about sports, AD. Indeed. indeed. Not that I don't know about it. Right, thing, right, right, right. I do right, know right. I can watch, you know, and understand. Um, right. Uh, except soccer. That's, that's, that gets a little foreign sometimes. I mean, it's because it's, it's not as always clear. It's clear, but there are points that you like, what? You know, so uh, he said Cowboys, Cowboy cheerleaders. Um, so, yeah, so sports is, is obvious. You know, these two, these gentlemen, they're, they're all the way in. I'm not. I'm a, we're gonna probably circle back to that. I'm gonna see where Ephraim stands on that because he kind of talks about it, but I'm not sure how how all in he is on it. All right. So all right. what about how do you guys feel about capitalism? Capitalism is it has does it become too much an overbearing thing? Does it need more regulations, or do you feel like where it's at works? We just need people to be honest. I'll let Pesco go first. You, you said what? Depends on yeah. whether or not you grow. <laughs> so would you okay so pastor he's that's, right that's real talk because he's right he's one of right on that yeah he, and he said on the show because i you know i like to mention stuff that we've discussed that's been public already you've been homeless right and you, you've had and you hadn't had yes so you felt like your mind was different when you didn't have you were like you know this capitalism stuff kind of sucks we need more Push down to at, at this level, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I never mind like the same. I've always been a capitalist. Okay. Okay. Always. When I when I was homeless, I'm like, man, I got to get this money. I got to get out of here. I got to go make something happen. I right. worked at a factory. I worked at a a sewing factory. Right. Just to I get that. Nah, I'm a capitalist at heart. I Whatever that, I have to do to make money, I'm. I will cut grass if I got to make if I got to do that to make some money. I got you. So let me ask this though. Um, like, because we're such a capitalist nation, right? Um, money and politics. How do you feel about that? Because it, you know, it, 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 it should not mix. It should not mix. I mean, yes. I know. I get it. I get what you know. I, I know. Separate, but I'm just mm-hmm. throwing it out there. Like, like you know, the money that could kind of influence um, politics. Uh, he said, Richard says, love it. Love it, Capitalism. but it's slowly being reformed and some extra regulation sensitive and green and social responsibility. Like I am I'm I'm good with some level of regulation, but I, I don't want it heavy as well because it becomes difficult to create to and innovate and yeah. to build things, you know, to, to do certain things when, when regulation gets really heavy, you know, and now mm-hmm. it kinda it stifles competition. You know, that's how you that's why you get some monopolies because you know, it's hard to enter a space if there's heavy regulations. But at the same time, I guess regulation keeps people from being overbearing and the giants from being bigger and doing things that can adversely affect our economy. Um, so how do you know, like, how do you guys feel about like what level of regulation? Like, let's just say, um, you know, like starting a business like like, we you know, the, the coaching business is like a more self-regulated thing, you know, like you know, certificates are given, you trust the certificate based on where it comes from, you know, how do you guys feel about like coaching, you know, regulations on like personal coaching and things of that nature? Um, should there be regulations on that? You know, like, is it, or it's just, you just have to use your own judgment so you don't get taken kind of thing. Does that make sense? Mm. Or did, did I lose you? <laughs> Let, let me see if I can play this back in yes. simplified terms. Yeah. If I convince you to pay me right $5,000 yep. to encourage you yes. to chase your dreams, right? am I considered a criminal? Right. That's good. That's a good, that's, that's a good thought process. That's, um, the, depending I, on who you give the money to, the answer is yes. Which is messed up, but that's the truth. You so well. Okay. Okay. Let's take prosperity preaching. Right. Uh-huh. Right. God's going to bless you if you send me ten thousand dollars. 
You know, it's funny you mentioned you, you mentioned this, Pastor. So I was watching um, what was it, The Life of Tammy Faye yesterday. Oh, the Bakers. Yeah. And of course, it, it chronicled the journey of Jim Baker. Uh-huh. Uh, and for those who don't know, I, I think most of you do. But for those who don't, basically, he was a, a, a preacher in North Carolina, met met this woman from Minnesota. And they got married in the, in the 60s and they started their their wonderful rise. Ashley did not know they started the 700 Club. Yeah. And then after that, uh, created Praise the Lord uh, television yeah. um, network. Yep. And he looked like he was rich, but the dude was fully in deficit. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and his and his preaching was basically, you know, well, we're we're Christ, you know, we're Christ's children. We ain't supposed to be broke. Right. So basically, right. the things we hear Creflo Dollar saying, uh, <laughs> Jim Baker was saying back in the sixties. Right. So so let me ask this though: mm-hmm. Is it really? criminal or wrong you know what i'm saying like he he had principles that he i would i, I would assume he believed in that, that's what, what i'm saying, saying. My, my thing is you, you're asking can i send you to prison can i convict you of being morally corrupt right that's good yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the reality can you regulate moral can yeah you regulate the reality moral? and because you got to think about it you know, prosperity preaching is somebody that's that's a faith movement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And you can't tell me it wasn't God that right. blessed me right. after I put ten thousand right. dollars in the pot. Right. 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 And you right. can't tell me that it was God who punished me right. the fact that I'm broke. Because I was silly enough to put $10,000 $10, in the pot just 10. because somebody said it's going to happen. Right, right. It's a faith move. Yeah. However, if I'm on Wall Street uh-huh. and I'm saying, give me $10,000 and I'm going to turn it into $50 right. million right. and I right. never make the investment. Right. That's criminal. Then I'm going to prison. Right. That's good. That's good. You're right. Right. Yep. Now you can criticize enrichment, motivational speakers right. for taking folks' money. Right. But you can also criticize folks for not doing proper research before giving their money. True. But, but we okay, know but that's what, not going to happen. But what it, but <laughs> I know. But what I'm saying, but my point is, you know, you, you're asking the question of, you know, whether or not it's legal versus illegal. And I'm right. saying, it's not illegal to be an idiot. Right. <laughs> right. It's not illegal to be ignorant. Right. It's right. comical though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so, so men think differently about those things. Just yeah. just ask yeah. just ask a motivational speaker and ask a, a, a Wall Street investor. Yeah. Right. And ask All a right. prosperity preacher. All right. This is another low walls, uh, easy one. So do you think therapy works and have you been? I guess that might be kind of personal. Yes, and yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Yes, yes and mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it Definitely. always helps talking to somebody. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> and therapy okay. doesn't necessarily have to always come from a psychiatrist either. However, right. that's the thing. You said therapy. Yeah. You didn't say going to see a psychiatrist. Oh, right. Well, I mean, what about, okay, but what about, a professional, not psychiatrist, but a certified therapist, not just talking to somebody. Talking yeah, I'm saying somebody it's just like if therapy works, yeah. there's the nothing mm-hmm. wrong with going to see a therapist. Yeah, yeah. answer's the same. Yeah. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. license somebody. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's 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 dig a little harder. Can. But can again, you, we're just three people. You dig it. Yes, we're just three people. Can you be pro-black and date interracial? Oh, nice question, AD. I got it. Well, you can can be pro-black and date who you want to date. Well, I mean, Jim Brown is proof to that answer. Yes, you can. Really? Unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's as pro-black as you get, but he dates white women like it's going out of style. So you you both agree that you can be pro-black? And still dating racial. I don't know. Yeah, people I, will tell you when you turn the lights off, you can't tell the difference. 
Hello. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I don't know. I, I believe it. I, I'm a little controversial with that. I feel like now, if you're but, if you're pro black, you know, I think being dating, just being pro black and, mm-hmm. and dating somebody and married to somebody black, um, I think helps with your fight. You know what I'm saying? Because I I don't know. Like I feel like I don't know. It can get kind of convoluted. But, but now yeah. you're saying that your mate. What you're saying now is you date according to your fight. Because you well, said you I say date according to my fight, or you, or you, yeah, or you court according to your fight too. My fight and my preference are are in, are in line. Or or in or in the set. Oh yeah, okay. My they're parallel. My preference are in line. Yeah, they're parallel. Okay. Yeah. They're just, yeah. It's, it's how I live and and what I want to see. What what I, what I find interesting and funny. Is you know, Pastor and I, I think, are along similar lines in terms of well, what we've seen. Right. <laughs> Yet he has a black wife, and so do I. You know, right. so right. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think I they're they're for multiple uh, reasons. Uh, same here, same here. Yeah, but but I, I think it. Been, it I, I have been the Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> but you know, unlike Jesse That's Jackson crazy. over there, I. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, oh my God! I I'm no respected person. <laughs> Lord, but 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 I like Pastor. I uh, had date as many, but I have dated. I have dated different. I dated outside of of black culture. Okay. But I've what I have found is what I relate to best, and what I find most loving is a black woman. That's what yeah. I, what my experience okay. has have discovered. Agreed. All right. All right. Agreed. Awesome. All right. So the next question. How do you feel about the N-word? Should it be eradicated? Should it be continued the way it is? Or should it be a word that everyone just allowed to use? Neanderthal? (laughs) (laughs) Nickapoop? Nasty? You know what? (laughs) Shout out to to Misha Lay. Nasty? I feel about that word today the way I felt about that word 10 years ago, the way I felt oh. about the word 20 years ago. Okay. It's of no consequence to me. Okay. It's like the word the. <laughs> It needs, and, to used, it needs to be used in proper context. And the way the black culture is, they use it like it is the. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I, I I sort of feel similar, and I and I was an abuser of the word until right. about I'd say about eleven, twelve years ago. Okay. Yeah, and now whenever when whenever the unction hits me, when I see some when, yeah when I see some behavior that is um, nigra like. <laughs> I do that. Right. I, I I try to tailor it a little differently and not say the word. But my personal understanding is I don't say it, but I will definitely not preclude others in saying it of my culture for sure. Of other cultures, you say it and there's something wrong with you. Okay. Because yeah, it's never, been, because, a default. It's never yeah. been a default word in my vernacular in my life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Never. I'm, I'm, it's I'm, never been habitual for me. Oh. But yeah, because yeah. I've my entire I've always been I was raised in a diverse environment. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. My, my my upbringing was class based, not race based. Yeah. My, mine was a little mine was a little bit of both because, you know, like I told you, like I told the story here. Right. I, I grew up in the hood. And my father was a, 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 a occasional abuse of the word. So, like uh, Charlie Murphy said, I was a habitual line stepper when it came to the N word. Yeah. Well, yeah, mine was all one race, one people. Um. So yeah, we. That yeah, word I didn't have an often. all black nothing. Yeah, coming. mine was first time yeah. I was an all black, uh, a predominantly black. Right. I think yeah, Chicago. Okay. That, that'll do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It was about yeah. one year. Yeah, eighth grade. Wow, everything black <laughs> in our school. I graduated high school. I graduated eighth grade. In the entire school, there was one white guy. 
wow. in the oh. entire school. And his nickname was the H word. Really? <laughs> really? And he, and he answered wow. to it. Wow. Oh, good Lord. Heaven sent? <laughs> Holy? Oh. <laughs> oh. Henderson? Yo, man, yeah, they call me, they call me Hulk. <laughs> What? They, I'm like, what? They, yeah, yeah, they call me. Happy? Happy? <laughs> I seriously, we went home, was like, could this really be? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Who <laughs> went, Deborah? All right. All right. Let's see. Oh, all right. Let's see. Let's see. It's, all right. How do you feel about social programs like food stamps? Um, Section eight, section eight, uh, and all of the above, any, any and everything. I believe in hand ups, leg ups, okay, not handouts. So you're not you're not with those level of social programs. I'm not with the enabling. Yeah, I don't like enablement, but I do mm -hmm. like a hand up. Yeah, you're in a struggle. You need some assistance. Right. You need to get it to get up on your feet. Right. But how do you determine but abuse of the system? Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Who I should have did not either. Lifestyle, uh, food stamp as a lifestyle. No, I don't agree with that. Welfare check, get your welfare check. No, not that. No, no. But do you feel the welfare? No, I don't agree with that. No, you know what happens, but I don't agree with. That. Do you personally feel like sometimes people um, get stuck in a space where it's yeah. harder to get out? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, so I guess with with the program, maybe that needs to be. Some level of assistance on how to get out. <laughs> you know, like I spent, I spent, I spent years right. in that realm, right? You know, working in, with economic and community development, putting together social yeah. programs to help people get off the dependency. Of, so, what, get what, the dependency of, of welfare. What would you say some of the challenges were with that? People not want to get up and go to work. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean like how today is? Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's challenging. Don't agree. You know, oh, we, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we we started a, a non for profit staffing agency, and we put gave we we, tra we trained people, gave them office skills, like clerical skills and things of that nature. I went to uh, hey, good morning, Fortune one thousand companies and said, hey, you know, I've got these trained individuals. Give them entry level jobs, and we'll make sure they come to work. I had to call them on Monday morning after they got paid on Friday. I had to call and right. make sure they got up to go to work because folks get paid on Friday and call in sick on Monday. I had to do that. I, uh, I hate you. I mean, I'm not discounting what your experience, but I like the some of the, I think some of the issue now, like with the lack of employee shortages, like especially in fast food restaurants, it's, it's ridiculous. I think you got nobody, but there, it's not the fact that folks are not working. Like, I don't believe it. I, I, I know for a fact where some folks are at, um, I can't quantify percentage, but like now they have a lot of day working apps outside of Lyft. You know, of course, the Lyft and the Instacarts, a lot of people work in those jobs as well as um, like you can work at a warehouse for a day, for a week, you know, however long you want to work. And you can kind of switch until you find something that's paying more. You got, you know, you got estimates, you make negotiations. And it's I've seen a lot of those apps and I've discussed that with a lot of people like, you know, they're like, I've been doing that because it, it keeps control of my schedule and I can pursue certain things. Um, so I think a lot of that's going on because there are, there are no more uh, big government handouts. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's been another, well, everybody's on the stimulus. These checks aren't going out. A lot of people are off um, unemployment. You know what I'm saying? So this, so to me, I feel like um, with that, a lot of people are on not really just social programs, but they're on these apps making money daily as opposed to being stuck at a job or someplace, you know, fast food that they probably did until they got laid off. You know, you know, like you feel like you have to be there till you get fired. You're like, maybe I could do something else. <laughs> you know, like, um, I think for me personally, that's what I feel like has happened. And my, my small research, <laughs> you know, for my space, this is, this is what I've come up with. You got something else cold. You throw it out there, my brother. Cause I know you well, have, you have numbers, you, you work in uh, the media, so you kind of you might see things from a different perspective. Well, oh, I, I get what you're saying, because I think one of the positives the pandemic 
It's funny, we're talking about a pandemic being positive. How, what an oxymoron. <laughs> right. Right, right. But one of the positives actually was having people understand what type of passions they have and yeah. having them turn that into commerce. Right. right. And so that is a good thing. And I think people are still in that discovery phase of do I really want to work for somebody else or do I want to work for myself? So right. we're starting to see that transition and and, and the and it, it, it sort of aligns with the negative, which is we're starting to we're starting to see the cost of living still going up right. and up right. and up and up. Right. Right. You know, where, uh, you know, how, you know, for a middle-class family to get a good house, you know, you, you, you have to at least come off of six figures, if not seven in certain markets. Right. And, you know, just that alone is ridiculous. Right. So you were seeing this intersection of self-discovery and trying to make ends meet. Right. And many entrepreneurs, my wife being one of them, is caught in that struggle. Right. And has been for the last two years. You know, but and, you know, but uh it, it is it is a it is an interesting thing, you know, when you think about welfare or you think about um a, a temporary position where you are where you're down and you need a hand up instead of a handout. Sometimes with certain people, they consider a hand up, a handout. Right, right. And I think that's the problem that you have. And to pass this point, that is what I believe we have to encourage people to get the get out that mindset of where you know where if someone's handing you something, it's not necessarily something that you're supposed to be entitled to get every single time, unless you have a job or unless you are a business owner yourself. Well, here's okay. My story, you know, when I say I was homeless, people think, "Oh man, he was on the street, you know, with a with a tin cup, shaking a cup." Yeah. Alms for the poor, you know. The reality is, I hit a rough spot. Yeah. I hit a moment of transition. You know, mm-hmm. I had moved from one state to another state. I had right. saved up some money. I was right. trying to find a job, and literally couldn't find a job and ran out of money, and I could no longer pay for my hotel. Right. Right. So I ended up in a shelter. Right. Uh, I didn't go ask anybody. I I went to the shelter because I knew someone that referred me. Hey, I I know a place where you can go next to this church. Right. Until you get on your feet. Right. You know, and so I went there and they provided room and board for us. And uh, someone who was connected to that place worked at a factory, told me they were hiring. So I stayed at this shelter long enough i started working at this job and i saved up my money and i stayed at the shelter long enough to have a deposit for a trailer okay Okay. yeah right right so i wasn't even there a a year right you know what i mean i was there for about maybe six months and i saved up my money and got found this old abandoned trailer and bought it Right. And me and this guy, handyman, we stripped it down and rebuilt it from the ground up. Wow. And I moved my family into it. And from there, I just continued to build. Right. You know, but the thing is, like, I never got food stamps. I never got any social support. I found a job and worked it. Right. And when I could buy something, I went and I bought it. You know, when I needed a couch, I saved up and I went and got it. I needed right. a bed. I saved up. I went and I got it. Right. And I just built my I rebuilt my life right. from that. You know, and and what I'm saying is, and so my point is, it's hard for me to receive excuses from people, right? Right. Because the 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 shelter was a leg up, right? It was a hand up, right? Right. And and when I got on my feet, I went back there and I helped them, right? You know, that's what sparked my life, my career into the non for profit world. That's when I learned. Right. To give back, that's when I realized, man, when you make when you do something, make sure you reach yeah. back and pull somebody else up. Right. Pay it forward. Wow. But you also rid people of excuses. Right. Because if you have two working hands and two working feet and you can think, mm-hmm. you can work. That's right. Period. Yeah. So that and so what I'm saying, so I, my thing is I believe in social support. Right. I don't believe in abusing the system. 
I believe that if you can get up, you can work. Mm-hmm. It's really just that simple. And, and if you can do that, and the thing is, like, if I didn't eat, it's because I didn't have money. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Definitely. and for me, if I was hungry but my family was fed, I was good. Right. Right. Because I can be sitting at the table watching my family eat, and somebody's going to give me something off their plate. <laughs> right. 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 So all and I'm not saying like everybody's not like me. Everybody don't think that way. Right. Right. I'm saying that's that's my perspective. And so when it comes, I'm I'm hard on people. Right. Because I don't like hearing the excuses because been there, done that, got the button, bro. Right. You can do it. You know, and I also remember taking a job. I, I told myself I wasn't going to work these types of jobs anymore. I needed right. them for a, for a season. Right. And I got away from it. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you and, and I remember walking off a job because I said, nope, not not going to do this. <laughs> so going back to the capitalism. <laughs> right. I yeah. found where the money was and yeah. I went after it. Yeah. yeah. I found out there was money in I.T. So I yeah. went after it. Right. In the words of organized noise, get up, get out, get something. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Organized noise. Wow. But all the while, leaning and depending totally on God. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I know I came all the way away from that, but that, no, that you hit capitalism. That no, hit you're just fine. What we feel about social support. Yeah. You know. I hear you. Okay. Fact. All right. Uh, let's see. I have one more. We in it. Uh, oh. Ooh. This My head coach just got fired. Who, who got fired? Uh, you said who got fired? Brian Flores from Miami just got fired. Oh, that's a shame. So did Matt Nagy. You knew that well, one. Well, yeah, that one I knew was coming, but the dog oh, on. Sorry. Go ahead, Eddie. That that, that, that upset me. That upset me. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yes. Bob Saget died. Yes. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. Sydney yeah. Poitier, rest in peace. I yes, Sydney Poitier, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, of course, Betty White, we all know. Yes, the prophet that prophesied we were going to lose a significant African American person. The 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 changing on era. I right. guess they was right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks like they were. I, okay, so all right, I'm not going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be messing it up. I'm my bad. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'll, all right. Man. So, do you feel the effects of slavery still affects us? Yes. The effects yes. of slavery. Yes. Yes. Are you really. I don't yes. know. I'm on the fence. Yes. I don't yes. know. I don't feel like. I don't yes, know. my mother. Yeah, my mother raised four sons, and ne- oh, she asked, my mom just put a statement out there because we were never we we struggled as young people. I remember the syrup sandwiches, you know, uh, and but we never had public assistance growing up. Right. Never. So, I got it from my mama. <laughs> I get it from my mama. All right. I get I'm it from his mama. Out, so so you still I don't I don't know why I you know what okay you know why I think I struggle with that this question um, okay like I, I fall back sometimes I think about excuses or reasons you know what I'm saying like I hate hearing it because I feel like well this is why we can't do it makes sense like I think that's that's why I, I struggle with this question because I feel like it's it's we we have these issues because of this, and it's always going to be here because of this. You understand what I'm saying? And maybe because the way I look at it, that's why it's hard for me to really grasp grasp the effects. Like slavery still in effect, it's still affecting us. Does that make sense? How, like how I, could how could it not, how could that situation not still affect us? Exactly. We're free. No, we're not. What? No, we're not we're free. I mean, I'm not a slave no. I'm not no slave no more. I'm just saying, like, I'm not living in that space where the oppression is happening to me like that. I can look a white man in the face. I can talk to him any way I want to. Because you can look a white man in the I'm face. Just, yeah. Means okay. You're not oppressed. You were not an oppressed. I, I mean, I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel oppressed. I will put it. I will put it. I will that's put it to you. This that's because you pass. I will put it to you this way. <laughs> you know what? That's it. I will. That's it. I will put. I done, I, done, I done gave you another chance. <laughs> oh, wow. We're passing before you. Today, I renounce my membership. Oh, my gosh. 
I, I, I will I will put it to you this way. January 6th. Lord, that's cold. I will, put it to, I will put it to you this way, AD, as to how I really do feel is that we still feel the effects of slavery today. Okay. January 6th, 2021. Okay. If all of those people were black and roamed and, and stormed the Capitol, okay. do you think that they would have the opportunity to storm the Capitol, leave, and go back to their homes before they get arrested, but is that or, or, do you would, or do you think it would be a massacre? No, it's the effect. You said the effect of slavery, meaning, meaning there is still this prospect of the government looking upon the skin color of somebody and judging them by the superiority or their inferiority. So yes, one hundred and fifty. Okay, one so and a half years after slavery, we still okay. have the effects that we still wear to this day. Do we? Oh, now, 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 are we in chains? Are we shackled up? Are we called bugs and winches? No. Do you think January 6th happened because of the, the um, contrasting narratives between the GOP and the Democratic Party? Or do you think January 6th happened because white folks are scared that America is getting darker? The latter, Alex. I'm, I'm going. I'll first. take America's getting darker for 400, Alex. Yes. I'm going. I'm, I don't know. I'm uh, going with first. I, I, I will I, take. I, like, up, I, I, you, so, okay, I, wait, wait. Oh, so hold I, on. I, 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 before you go there. Right okay, so first of all, let me preface my comments with this. Shoot. I believe in my Bible. Right. Yes, sir. My spiritual, my spiritual disposition and my faith goes well beyond Washington, D.C., Trumpsters, the GOP, you know, who's sitting in the office Same here. White House. Same here. Yeah, let me mm, make same that here. very clear. Right? Yes. But for the purpose of this yeah, no doubt. conversation and the fact that we're on Brothers of Legacy. Yes, indeed. And, you know, a lot of y'all would stop listening if I sat up here and preached every day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I so I get into this entertainment aspect of it. I'm saying to you, you I mean, I'm asking you're telling me that you believe that it is that January 6th happened because Trump lost or it happened because of what Trump's loss represents. I believe I believe it it was a Trump losing. And I believe I, I'm not totally with all white people are scared of black people rising because we 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 yeah I mean because they're not not all people are scared of black people we, yeah we've, we've gained ground for a long time I mean and and with the numbers out there still we're only we're only thirteen percent you still. know what I'm saying like still I, I don't I don't know like what's up what, what am I missing do you feel okay do you feel um, uncomfortable going to certain cities where you still see Confederate flags. I will answer that question for you, Sean. Yes, because I live in a city where there's a whole lot of Confederate flags that fly in, in, in the neighborhoods in which I reside. Yes. I still don't even go to NASCAR. Even though they have banned the Confederate flag to be waived, yeah. I totally understand. I totally understand why you say that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the answer okay. for for probably ninety nine percent of black men is going to be yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I've, that's now, the effect of slavery. Now, I mean, now, I'll, now I'll, I'll say this though, Ad. I think from your vantage point, right? Or now, do we see? Do we still see House Negroes and slave Negro mentality? Right. Yes, to a degree, yes, but to a larger degree, and I think the way you're thinking, the answer is no. Uh, we don't we don't see we don't see this we don't see the plantation we don't see the plantation owner we don't see the whips and chains we don't see the 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 mistreatment in in ways of well we work and we get nothing but right. whips right. so from that aspect from the from the on its face aspect no but but from but from the mental 
an emotional and psychological aspect? The answer is, of course, we still do. Okay. Um, so let me ask. Okay, so let me ask this because um, I've, I've I've spoken to folks about the flag, like that that were country, you know, flag flag loving folks. I mean, for the most part, of course, the the overarching reason is historical. Um, and and let me pause by saying this: There's no way I defend the flag. I believe the flag should be burned and disappeared from out of all public eye, other than other than history books, because that's where it needs to be. Because it's happened, so it's and that's, got to show. It's got to be represented a, somewhere. And, and that's a bold <laughs> in the museum. That's you know? a bold. That's a bold state because both both you, Pastor, and I live in southern states where they believe that is southern rights. <laughs> right, right. When they fly that state type right. of flag. I'm oh, sorry. Um, yeah, well, state and state, state and southern rights, right. state rights and southern rights. But right. yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, Zimmer got fired. <laughs> I saw right. that we're too. Talk, we're talking about after. After people are like, who is Mike Zimmer? Stop it, Pastor. All right. So, <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. Like, okay. So let me ask you this. Then. So, <clears throat> so when you see if you like, Pastor, if you go into let's just say. Uh, an establishment, right? And and like it's a, a restaurant. You heard it got some good barbecue. This barbecue is the spot. We go in there. You go in there, and there's a flag hanging way up at the top. Will you patronize? And that goes for both you guys. Would you patronize? Am and I, I'm, I'm gonna check out a man. Uh, Lisa, for a Negro pie. <laughs> <laughs> good lord. <laughs> um, the reality I is, agree with Lisa. I agree with that. Carried out in different ways. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's that's you know, you you can the goalposts have moved, basically. You can you can talk about the surface, yeah. but there's still an undercurrent. Yeah. Basically the goal basically the goalpost basically the goalposts have moved. And 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 the oppression comes a lot differently. A lot more covertly, a lot more subtly, but it's still there. Well, and it's unfortunate. It was, it was more covert. It was more subtle before Donald Trump hit office. Oh, definitely. Since oh, just, Trump, just actually since Barack Obama hit. Office. I, I was going to say you could look at when Obama went into office. That that's a clear cut example there. Yeah, they've come out of the woodwork. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the reality. And so you know, here here's what you must recognize. We can talk all day about. The, the contrast in narrative between the GOP and Democrats. But the reality is it's Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. It's more blatant now. And, and when you talk about Boy, Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, who's having the argument? The debate is between who and who. Right. Right? Typically, the people who say All Lives Matter right. look the same. Right. Mm-hmm. The people who say Black Lives Matter are diverse. Are diverse. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a subtle effect of slavery still existing. So whenever you see a lot of whenever you see presidents do state of union addresses, that you know you hear applause, and you either see applause in, in, with one and not and not the other, but you never hear loud outbursts of the sort. Well, the first time Obama did his State of the Union address, liar. there was someone who yelled out, liar! Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So let me add, so, so you guys personally feel a level of restriction in this country? Like so here's, pers- here's, here's, here's let me, the best way that I can answer this, A.D., yeah. is mm-hmm. The validation is the fact that we still have to have the conversation. Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. In the words of folks from the hood, say less. <laughs> the fact that we're still having this conversation right. tells you that we're still struggling with the effects of slavery. On the first month of the tip day of our Lord 2022, yes, this is still a subject that we have to discuss. Still. In fact, we've gone backwards as a society. Oh gosh, yes. I mean, it was. It, I mean, it's to the point where now we have a movie that's out now, where 
it basically pokes fun, makes parody, and gives us a lot of time to think and a lot of food to, to digest and have to understand you could have one scenario but have two divergently different ways that you attack it. Don't look up. Don't yeah, look up. don't look up. Don't look up. Yeah, you can have the same. Yeah, you can have the same thing, but you have two divergent opinions on how you're going to attack it. Right. Where that was not as overt okay. years ago. Right. And yes, don't look up, Ashley. Yes. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna get ready to wrap up, but I'm gonna um, dig a little harder into this tomorrow. I'm gonna see. Well, you Nicole said you had the question: Is do all black men think alike, and or do men? We, we think differently. You don't oh, feel yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But that's the beautiful part about it. That the, the beautiful part about uh, about us thinking differently is that it proves one: we, just like black women, are not a monolith. Right. And it proves that two. That when you hear divergent viewpoints, you want to listen to them to see if you can learn so you can expand your thought process. And three, it makes us a better culture right? because we're not get we're not get off my lawn with the understanding of, well, this black man thinks differently than me. Right. It's a beautiful thing that you think differently means a beautiful thing that pastor thinks differently than me. Right. 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 But we should embrace that just like I think we are now. And celebrate that Definitely. because it makes us better as men. It makes us better as men of God. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. You didn't even ask any questions. You didn't throw any questions at us. I was hoping like some of the ladies like, what do you think it is? <laughs> but we'll, we'll, I, I guess I didn't open it up like that. So we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel um, as we dig further into these conversations. Yeah, because I, I, I'm we're gonna dig into something. All right, so I appreciate you guys for rocking with us and hanging with us. Make sure you share, 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 share. Uh, let other brothers and sisters know that we are in the building. Um, as always, love you. Know that God loves you more. Continue to stay safe, um, and we will see you in the AM. Um, I think that's it. That's all. <laughs> My Dallas Cowboy watch. <laughs> There we go. All right. We out. We out. As always, we love you. Uh, Know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys for rocking, hanging, being with you, sharing, caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show, I appreciate you as well.